One of the things that's fun about exploring paganism beliefs and practices is just how widely we vary. Paganism is an umbrella term. Webster's Dictionary will tell you that it means everything except Judaism, Islam, and Christianity. <laughs> Which is a lot of stuff. <laughs> In modern practice, the word pagan means a collection of different belief systems that are loosely connected by a few threads. Most of us share a reverence for the earth. Most of us are polytheistic, meaning we honor more than one deity, although what we think the deity actually is, is open to quite a bit of debate. <laughs> Most of us are deeply accepting of other belief systems, including no belief system at all. It's part of why so many of us are also Unitarian Universalists. Most of us celebrate holidays that fall outside both the secular and the Christian calendar holidays. Which brings us to this moment and all these altars. <laughs> the coming of spring is a time of hope renewed in almost every culture of the world. It has been embodied by many deities across time and geography. Once again, the star wheel has turned us to springtime. The vernal equinox is tomorrow. The official start of spring, regardless of what the weather is doing today, it is tomorrow. <laughs> in the spirit of sharing some of the diversity in pagan belief today, we are sharing many different spring deities and practices with you. Each altar here is for a different deity, including one for no deity at all that simply celebrates spring on a planetary level. After the service, we invite you to visit the altars. Each altar includes information and something you can do if you would like to try being a little pagan today. <laughs> we will begin with Persephone, one of the deities today that many of us will at least remember the name of from our classes on Greek mythology. I know Persephone is home when the daffodils burst into bloom. She is the first spring breeze, the smell of mulch and flowers on the air. She is the thawing of the ice and the singing of the sparrows. And she is the fury of April showers. Some years Persephone springs into the sun. Others she treads slowly, so, so slowly that you can almost mistake her quiet presence. Yet she comes back. She always does. She cannot be stopped, only slowed. She is a feral girl, running barefoot through the fresh grass, screaming her return. But her husband does not let go so easily. Hades grasps at her from the center of the earth, and his tears become the spring storms. As Persephone creeps into light, into the welcoming arms of her mother Demeter. It is a game the three of them play. Mother, daughter, and bridegroom, the love and conflict at the center of creation. And amidst this frenzy of spring, the calling of the birds and the coupling of nature, find the space to hold her in your heart. Close your eyes. Rekindle the spark of hope inside you. 
What have you been carrying during the dark months of the year? What can you release with the winter? What gives you hope? What delights you? It's been a long winter, so take off your coat and step into the sun. Persephone is waiting. Hail Persephone, goddess of rebirth. Attested to only by Veneral Bede in his 8th century writing, The Reckoning of Time, Eostra is a West Germanic goddess of spring. It is from her that we receive the word Easter, the name for the Paschal Feast of the Resurrection of Jesus, celebrated by our Christian brethren. Also known as Astara, her name means shining, like the rising of the sun in the east. She is associated with the Matronae, the holy mothers worshipped by the Germanic tribes. Hail Eostra, goddess of dawn, bringer of the light of spring. You remind us that after death comes life, after driving snow comes soft rain, and after bare thorns comes fragrant flowers. You stand in time, wrapped in the mists of ancient beliefs, heralding the breaking of the dawn of spring. You have given your name to a holy day representing the spiral, spiral of rebirth. You are not forgotten. The wild, fertile madness of spring is reflected in the eyes of your rabbits and hares, dashing to and fro in the green fields. The newly laid eggs of the singing birds of the morning are a testament to the inevitable cycle of warmth after cold, spring after winter, the ever-turning wheel of the year. After the service, please feel free to welcome Eostra by pouring a small libation of rose and lavender water into the bowl on her altar. You may say whatever is in your heart, be it a small gratitude of prayers for the spring, a blessing for the renewal of life, or simply hail Eostra. When our service is over, the bowl will be poured out on the ground outside, from us to the earth to the gods, a gift for a gift. Hail Eostra. What most people call spring relies on the astronomical definition of the word. Defined by the angle of the Earth's tilt toward the sun, astronomical spring relies on equinoxes and solstices to, divine, to define it. Spring is generally considered the period between the spring equinox and the summer solstice. Spring is the season during which the natural world revives and reinvigorates after the colder winter months. During spring, dormant plants begin to grow again. One of the first signs of the arrival of spring is the budding of trees. New seedlings begin to grow as the ground warms. 
animals that spent the winter in hibernation come out of their dens, while those that traveled to warmer regions return. Many animals give birth in the spring. Winter coats are shed by those that sported them, and some animals may change coloration to blend in with their new surroundings. Many cultures celebrate the return of spring, the blossoming of nature, or the rise of the vernal equinox. We will celebrate the return of spring at the Earth and Science Altar today by creating seedling balls with bee-friendly wildflower seeds to bring home and plant some happiness on your land. Please join us. Bodeeth of the flowers, Bodeeth of the owl. With the turn of the seasons from light to darkness and back again, she transforms from the budding vitality of the land itself into the owl riding the winds of night. Bodeeth's very body is the blossoms of oak, broom, and meadowsweet, which bloom successively from March through June, welp welcoming the tip of the balance towards light as the earth is greening. Her story is one of autonomy and self-determination. The raw power and beauty and vitality of nature itself was harnessed by others to create the form of a woman who they wished to control and use to their own ends. This is Blodeath. But she would not be subjugated. Her life would not be bent to the will of another. Nature is wild. Nature breaks free. Nature cannot be controlled. And when she defied those who would objectify her, she was transformed into the majestic owl, wise seer in all directions through the darkness. Silent hunter soaring sovereign beneath the silvery moon, she returns now to her flowering form as the blooming breath of burgeoning life springing forth from the earth. What attempts to control and bind you that you would seek to break free from? It may be inside or outside of you. You may approach and blossom in the wildness of nature and fly in the felicity of freedom by imbuing a pinch of broom and meadowsweet with what binds you and releasing it into the waters of the cauldron at the altar if you wish. As the flowers of Bloodeath open their beauty to the world, so too may the power to direct your own destiny bud and bloom with the spring. And may that which binds you be bound itself by the flowers of autonomy and washed away in the waters of the cauldron of transformation. Diahibi, Ganymeda, Thalma, Juventus, Grecian, Etruscan, Roman goddess, daughter of Zeus and Hera, sister to Ares and wife of Heracles. You who are the cupbearer of the gods, the grantor of eternal and restorative youth to deities and mortals alike. Your countenance is fair, your golden hair hung over your bare shoulders in three braids as you carry the amphora and cup filled with nectar for those who would seek it. Ovid reminds us in Metamorphosis that it is to you whom the gods owe their youthful immortality with your brimming cup of nectar and ambrosia. As a young maiden of spring, Diahibi, you served your family dutifully so they could serve the ones who would wish favor from them. Filling their cups with nectar and ambrosia also kept your own cup full. You who blesses those in the spring of their life when it is full of youthful possibility, and watches over mortal unions as they enter another season of their lives. As the wife of Heracles, Diahibi, you grant aid of favor in battle and succor to the embattled. And when it seems as though we have gone through all the seasons a life can offer, when we are wearing our mistakes like the fetter of a prisoner, 
you offer us your sacred groves of Cyprus, for this is where you grant unconditional pardon and forgiveness, allowing us to set our chains upon the branches, leaving a brutal winter season of our lives behind and to step into the renewing forces of spring. As we begin another spring season, may the sun grant us your favor and its restorative energy. May the call of the birds of spring remind us that the gods are never far away. And may the shade of your forests provide us respite to renew our souls, to practice grace and forgiveness for ourselves as we would for others. Welcome, Hebe. As you visit the altar of Dia Hebe, please feel free to partake of the waters flavored with the fruits of spring. Fill a cup and pass one to your neighbor, asking, will you accept this cup as my offering to you so you may continue to serve your family and community? Vesta is a goddess associated with youth, fertility, love, and springtime in early Slavic mythology, particularly within Croatia, Serbia, Northern Macedonia, and Slovenia. Vesna is seen as young and beautiful. She adorns herself in flowers. Her clothing is made of grass, twigs, and leaves. She is often seen carrying a bouquet of flowers in the left hand and a fruit of some kind in her right hand. Other depictions include a small bird landing on her index finger. Small birds, due to this reason, are associated with Vesna. When the birds start returning to an area, it was a sure sign that Vesna was close behind, bringing abundance and warmer weather. Many variations of spring rituals took place across Eastern Europe to honor this goddess. In parts of Russia, small clay bird figures were carried into the fields by children. They would sing songs while holding the figures to welcome back the spring. In many of the Slavic cultures, Vesna is closely tied to the goddess of winter, Morena. Just as spring cannot flourish until winter fades, Vesna is unable to be reborn until Morena dies. In some traditions, Vesna is born specifically to battle Morena and put an end to winter. This motif appears in many cultures to remind us of the constant cycle of death and rebirth. Effigies of the two goddesses were often made during celebrations. The effigy of Morena, the winter goddess, would be burned or somehow destroyed, and the effigy of Vesna would be decorated with early spring flowers. Hail to spring, hail to the green and growing. As winter, wind, winter winds its way of woe away, let the splendor of spring cause our souls to sing. Lady of life and love, let in the light. Hail to Vesna. So, from Greece to Wales, to Lithuania, to Germanic Europe, we have traveled together today. <laughs> there is one last space I would like to tell you about. The pagan holiday that precedes Ostara is Imbolc, celebrated on February 1st. At our ritual for Imbolc, we celebrated the rekindling of light by each bringing a stick to build a symbolic fire. That sacred symbolic fire did indeed support us through the very last bit of winter to this moment right now. And now it is time to turn our faces towards springtime. There will be a fire in the labyrinth courtyard after this service, and we have those very same sticks. You're welcome to add one to the fire, celebrating the end of winter. The Frederick Cups members who spoke about their altars will remain after the service. If you'd like to ask questions, please feel free to visit the altars after this service. 